Southgate Fantasy League Podcast. Hello and welcome. We're here. Episode 9, Season Done, Southgate Fantasy League Podcast. And the band is back together. The go-host, Keelan. How are we going? Uh, looking at my league position, a bit lucky to be on the pod, I think. Lucky to be on. It's a review. Anyone's welcome. But... Uh, it is three the band back together, as I said. The original is back just to uh, finish off the season. Uh, Chris, you're with us. How are you? Yeah, that's right, Brian. We've brought back the Beatles, and um, I've celebrated by going in the backyard and bowling down a few left arm A chongs to Eddie in the backyard. So it's been good. <laughs> that's been your celebration. Left arm. Left arm. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. Wow. <laughs> Wow, uh, that would be difficult. I imagine Eddie had a field day. Also, uh, Christian, how are you, mate? Uh, it's been a good week. It's uh, really turned it around this season. Yeah, better result. I think. Um, I don't know. You probably didn't listen to the last pod. It has been an absolute whirlwind in turning them around. But one of the things I said is that I think you're in the the exact same position last season going to the last round. I think you were third or something. Um, you, if you won, yeah. you finished second, and you're in the cup final as well. Uh-huh. And if you lost, you could you could lose both. But turn it around this time. Yeah, um, it would it would have like honestly, it would have shattered me if I did it again and just like lost second place and the cup final. I I think I would have just thrown my computer through the window, and you guys wouldn't have heard from me until next season. <laughs> I think Britney Spears. Uh, oops, I did it again. Would have been you know, <laughs> yeah. <next> season. <laughs> Honestly, that that's how you guys you wouldn't have actually like heard from me. You just would have like seen random Instagram updates of me shaving my head, a la Britney. But there would have been a whole movement as well. Like losing hashtag, hashtag free Britney would have been a genuine <laughs> movement in the league as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, hell. Uh, all right well um with that in mind that's about as much as i want to say in terms of eat my words and stuff like that let's jump straight into the reviews of the games and see what happened um the first one we had low wolfsburg at the den hosting the martoon squad um there was i think we were both very i don't know we could have technically won had results fallen our way but uh, it was always unlikely but uh keels do you want to have a look at your team 39 points Bit disappointed to be honest. My goal difference this year has been outstanding, and I finished eighth. It's an absolute joke. Um, I don't know what I, what points I got this week. Let's have a look. What have we got here? Oh god, there's not much to speak of. Um, the guy I got five, uh, seven saves. That's a bit uh, five, five points and a bonus. You know, and he conceded a goal. That's a bit rough. You know my thoughts on goalkeepers. Uh, yeah, well, you did well. The two absolutely dominated him and uh, should have got three points. So disappointing result. But, um, he did he did well to keep him in. Actually, I, I think you would have seen, I, I called him a gun when he saved that Miguel Almiron mm. shot. So I was pretty filthy. He had a good game. Yeah, look, when, when you said that, I thought I was a chance of winning. So thanks for that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Diaz, <laughs> he, he, got, he got an assist. 6-3, he got four points. How do you get the... Oh, God. Four points and you conceded three goals. Um, Varane. Keelan, why does it feel like you're just finding out about the result as you're reading it out? Uh, 
no comment on that. It's got, um, it's got a real reading it live kind of vibe at this point. I'm, I'm regretting a dead rubber. I had nothing to play for. So it's, <laughs> oh, I tried man. to get 11 players on the park, which I did. So that's well done. I mean, Verano, minutes played 90, conceded a goal, but he got two bonus points. So God knows what he did to get a bonus, but well done to him. Uh, my man, Maguire, far out, one point. Jeez, well done, buddy. Uh, the rest <laughs> all shit. And Saka, wow, 16 points, carried the team. Two goals, a clean sheet. Uh, still don't think midfielders should get clean sheet points. And the three bonus, wow, Arsenal 5-0 on Norwich. Um, 39 points, not enough. 39 points, not enough. And thanks for the review, Scotty. That's one of the slowest reviews of a team I've heard in a while. So um, he'll be happy for that one. <laughs> the click rate, though. The click rate was hey, high, bro. I was just finding <laughs> out mean, what actually lot... happened in my team, right? <laughs> there's a lot of information to process there. So. Oh, my God. There was a lot going on, wasn't there? Uh, if we look at my team, 43 points. Well, I also managed to sort of get a team on. I won zero on there, but... Chalaba one, ZH zero, Vardy a zero, or oh, two zeros, in fact. Wilson got me one, got injured. He's going to be out for a while, so don't worry about him for any seasons from here. I wouldn't have thought. IU got two, Suchek two, but then it's where the points started. Bowen got me an assist with four. Mares another 10 points. He's gone huge the last three games, so that's been, you know, good for me. And uh, Laporte, as you said, conceded three. But scored a goal and got an assist, 10 points for me. And Emerson Royale, 11. And that got me to 43. So um, pretty delightful result there and um, a good win to finish. And that's where I left it, sitting myself in a theoretical second spot with that win. But let's see how the other games unfolded. The next one was Scotty Miller taking on Duncan. So it was uh, just wonderful. 39 points, defeating Mount Your Friends, 14. An equal league lowest score of 14 points. Christian, how'd that one unfold? Uh, so, Scotty, um, got a team on the pitch, which was good work. Um, not a lot of big scores. James undid him a little bit with an own goal, so he got zero points. His back line, one and one. Son scoring, got him eight. Odegaard also, I think, scored, got him nine. And St. Maximum also got him nine. Brozier got four. So 39 points, which is pretty respectable. Um, getting a good squad out there. Uh, you know, could have gone bigger, had a few of the guys not let him down, but it wouldn't have mattered because all he needed was 15 points in the end. Um, which moves us on to Duncan's team, which is a shambles. Um, Mendy, unfortunately, only scoring two points for him. Um, Henry, zero. Jansen, one. Esper Laqueta didn't play. Mings, zero. Decore, game was, wasn't even on. Gallagher got him two. Ben Rama got him seven. Greenwood, one. He brought Ben Teke in this week. First pick off the waiver wire. Got him a zero, and Tony got him one. 14 points. He scored four, um, seven from one player. That is correct, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and no, nothing on the bench. It's, I mean, it's the final game of the season, and he's hung on to uh, four guys whose teams aren't even playing. 
That probably sums it up uh, in that loss, doesn't it? At a 0-9 record, zero points for the season. Uh, not the best, but we'll get to that later in the league records. Um, Keelan, maybe a very quick review here of uh, Benny Duncan's Clock Goes the Weasel, 34 points defeating top of the table. What colour ref? Kizza Douglas, 23. Again, I'm just finding out some of these scores, so bear with me. Uh, let's have a look at Ben. Uh, he had a good win there with 34 points. 34 gets you a win, apparently. Garbage score. Scored six from Loris, four from Targets, uh, four from Dawson. Who's Dawson? Um, and 13 from Ward Prowse. I think I put him on the scrap heap about three weeks ago, so uh, thanks for that, Ward Prowse. You've repaid me nicely. Uh, 34 points was enough in this dead rubber as... Kieran obviously sent his team away, didn't bother with this week, and uh, Smith Rowe scored six points. Everyone else was uh, in the Morse codes, ones and twos. Yeah, Eddie will be disappointed with that, <laughs> um, especially considering he had the cup final. I don't know if he made the same mistake I did, sent half to one game, half to the other game. I'm not sure, but it didn't pay dividends there. Only 23 and second lowest in the league this week. I mean, if- if you, if you didn't have COVID and you looked at his team, you'd be wondering how he won the league. He's got Fred. <laughs> Fred is a championship player. <laughs> he now has a ring. I, I think it, it was all coming down to Fred as well. That Some of these players I've never heard of. COVID, <laughs> uh, COVID's made probably one of the worst championship teams I've seen. I think he might have accidentally put the Renegade squad on. <laughs> The stars, COVID <laughs> the stars batting lineup. Oh, oh, dear Lord. oh, man. All right. Well, we'll leave it there at uh, one game to go. We had European royalty, Amelia Johal, 41 points take on the Buzz Aldronauts. Chris, your team, 45 points, getting the job done there at Estadio Campione. How'd you uh, go there? Yeah, look, Brian, um, things have gone a lot better since we um, shot Leafy, um, shot him right in the pine nuts and got rid of him. And we also shot a bomber yang for good measure, but it's been all up from there. Uh, so we went down to whatever his ground's called. Um, didn't think it really mattered halfway through the season for either of us. So I think we just met at a mutual ground in the middle, so neither of us had to travel too far. Um, but he had Sanchez with nine. Uh, both Sanchez's score most of his points. And the other Sanchez with five in the back line, Lamptey with six. And then Lacazette with 11. So I think he's pulled an Emilio there. Um, I don't know when he pulled Lacazette in, but good pull in. Hasn't done much for him because he's still lost, but, you know, good idea. <laughs> My team, I just went with the Keelan plan. And uh, all season, and I finished about where Keelan finished last season. So... If you want to finish like in that six to seven range, um, copy Keelan's plan because it works a treat. Ramsdale was six, Gabriel was six, Lekuka Archer with nine, Trossard with six, Goodwill with seven, and uh, Kane. He came through. He saw what we did to a bomber Yang and he went, fuck that shit. And he's gone on and scored a goal himself just to get him six points. So, uh, he's yeah, been good. Been, yeah, it's been great how'd, since uh, um, season ended. It's been really good. How'd my, how'd my main Zaha go? He did real good. He did a classic Zaha where he got his first card for no in particular reason. And then he got a second card for no in particular reason, just, you know, being himself and, you know, someone blew wind on him and then he got all pushy and shovey and 
Yeah, thanks, Zaha, for the minus two. Wow. Well, at least you didn't take your own strategy from season one and choke in the final rounds. So <laughs> oh, no. no the, ben took that strategy and he didn't even finish in the top two. So he's had a Rolls Royce all season. Oh, man. Oh, you just reminded me. I think I need to eat words of wasting everyone's time for... It would have added up to, what, at least 80 minutes worth of pod time over the course of the season in talking about this curse of Salah finishing in second spot. It didn't even happen. So we made up a curse, essentially, for an entire season that didn't come to fruition. So I just want to eat words. Let everyone know I've wasted 80 minutes of your lives on a fake curse. Well, you'd think if you got Salah, you'd finish top two minimum. But um, Ben surprised us all again, and he's just um, (laughs) taken it into third. So he's good at that, Ben. In fairness... In fairness to him, Salah has moved him from pretty much bottom of the table up to third. So it's a fair jump. Yeah, that's true. Can't fix everything. <laughs> yeah. May as well have traded him. Like I mean, I ben, ben, ben is still in control of the team. So, Are you saying that a January signing for Newcastle could potentially get us up to third? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Did you sign Salah? Yeah. <laughs> We're saying, Brian, when there's always hope, if Ben can get up from the bottom of the table to third and not even win coach of the week, that's true. <laughs> miracles can happen. Oh, there's wow. been, has there been, we've played 18 weeks or what of uh, fantasy football. Yeah. Still no coach of the week. Okay. Well, I mean, clarify. You, you might have spoiled this week. I mean, we've already reviewed his game, haven't we? So there's no chance of him winning it this week. Oh, well, but, um, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming he didn't win this week. No, he didn't win this week. Um, he did finish third. He finished three goal difference ahead of me in fourth as well on the same points. I was going to say if he hadn't drawn to Alex, it would have been equal equal win loss with you, Christian. But he's about sixty five goal difference behind you, or something like that. So. Um, didn't get the job done. But speaking of Coach of the Week, it is, you know, the time to go through that, the last game to be reviewed, and there's a reason we left it till this point. Christian, the Reverse Emilio's uh, hosting Ron Traore. As we said, you were in the Cup final against Kizza and also um, fighting it out to win second place. And uh, you got the job done, 67 to 45. You broke the league record of points um, saved it for the last week, um, 67 points. Congratulations. Well done. And what's that, Coach of the Week, number three or? Uh, four. I think four. You think four. Yeah. All right. You two, probably could have just two, said Two last season, two this season. I wouldn't really know. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's four. Um, no, it's, uh, yeah, pr- pretty good, I reckon. It was um, taking all of my brain power to track two games at the same time um it was stressing me out but it was yeah it worked out pretty well i think hang on christian um it took all yeah. of your brain power and you were doing like 100 at the same time <laughs> wow. well i mean i i personally don't do wind viz um i there's a team i'm not sure if i've explained it but there's like a whole analytics team behind the scenes really there's computers um, i just thought you left that robots, to that I thought you left it to Keelan as Rain Man, who last week on the pod or a few weeks ago said that 100% of zero is one. So 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Keeling, Keeling does the math. He's my math yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm the only uh, math but that, guy. That's on, that's on, on my personal endeavors. Like, obviously, I can't use Windows for my own personal but Would you have used you know, him for stuff whenever I want? track of one of the games? Like, if he's your guy, surely he's could you keep a track of one of the games for you. <laughs> he, he could have killed is that something you think he could have handled because honestly it was beyond me just watching presume, two people's teams i presume that's why he didn't know any of his own scores because he was trying to keep mm. track of one of your games was heavily writing down statistics from your uh your second game christian um depends which game you thought was your first one but your second game i, I, I got the stats for <laughs> Which I appreciate. I appreciate. <laughs> Can I ask, man, right. how quickly did you stop keeping track of your cup final against Kizza, who only managed to equate 23 points to your 67? No, I did, honestly, I didn't. I thought, guaranteed, I've given Fred so much shit this season that he's going to pull out like some ridiculous score. He's going to get like five penalties and score them all or something and just ruin my day. I mean, on that, Scott was saying that there should be, you know, points for, you know, disposal disposal efficiency. I reckon there was a Mm. clip on Facebook that was like two minutes of Fred turnovers. (laughs) Well, I mean, that was the good thing for me was um, it was Fred. So it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he, he even got one of his passes hitting a red shirt. <laughs> yeah, can I just this is Man United's um plan against Newcastle, by the way. They were so worried about our midfield, they decided to play two defensive midfielders of their own, um, just in case Newcastle came up with a real attacking midfield type setup and we still scored first. Yeah. They it was Pretty much, it was just a two-man defensive line, right? Wasn't it two centre backs and then the rest were midfield? Oh, who even cares? Honestly, I just want to ask you. <laughs> you had Fred. I'm pretty yeah. sure going into the last game, you already had all like 66 points, and you were just waiting on one to come off the bench for your 67. Um, and you were worried about Fred. I so did, you, had yeah. a, you had a 40-point buffer, and you were worried about Fred. <laughs> well, in like at the time, my maths guy was keeping track of the game for me and I couldn't call on him to do any extra work. So I, I was struggling with that one. Can I just yeah. say the second game, being worried about Fred is, is worst coach of the week sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh. Oh, I um, think Kieran was also worried about Fred, so it'll balance out. Definitely worried about Fred. Did, did, did Kizza throw the cup the cup final by picking Fred? Is is are we thinking that he's thrown it? Delusion. He, has, he hasn't tried by putting Fred in there, to be honest. I mean, I spoke to him the last two weeks. He seemed pretty keen to win and also finish with an eight and one record. Oh. Like he was pretty keen to try and break all I, the records. I mean, I mean, if I nearly got worst coach of the week for having Maguire, he's got Fred, which is pretty much on par. Yeah. Well, at, at that point as well, there was like, it was just looking for players who will get on the pitch. Like with mm. the COVID breakdown, all the injuries, teams not playing, I was honestly just looking at minutes played to try and find players. So well, I assume Kieran was doing the same and, and Fred plays. 
Fred could have been minus points though. Like, is it better just to have a zero <laughs> than have a Fred? This is what I'm wondering. Did he get subbed well, at I mean, halftime? Because he only played 45 minutes. Yeah, he got subbed at half. Oh, so that two-minute video was from the first half. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I think they brought on Sancho, which was Christian's one extra point, wasn't it? He came off and got you one extra point. Yeah. So that was my that was my bonus point. Christ. I had nothing on the bench. Yeah. I, I took a few risks on the bench and um none of them paid off. Like not one. I so. think what we can say just really quickly is just because Duncan, I know, uh, sorry, Ben this week, uh, Benny Duncan brought up the fact about being consistent and you needed to, when you've got something on the line, you better have had a go. I think he's uh, bringing in Fred proves that he definitely tried to make moves to get a team on the park to try and win, doesn't it? So he's actually tried at least to get 11 playing players, which he did and got 23 points, unlike um, some people who scored 14 on some weeks. Yeah, but Brian, it's like the equivalent of sending, you know, Mitchell Stark and Paddy Cummins yeah. are coming into the bowl. It's like, well, yeah, what's the point? On, on that on that point, though, that, that Brian raises, I lost the first week of the season to Kieran by having three zeros on the pitch. And I lost by four points, which had I had that, I would have... Come top. I mean, he's, only, he's only fallen 44 points short. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, Christian, you're basically up, you're bringing up that you could have won the league had you not have stuffed up in round two or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, to, to be honest, I don't think so. But uh, I like in hindsight, but my team was pretty set up to be back ended for the season. So there are mm-hmm. there are a lot of risks of guys who are gonna score zeros in the first round and then in the back how, end. How many points did you finish was... behind Kieran in the league? So you were playing no, the second I'm, from I'm the top, get-go. I'm top points. No, how many league points I thought, did you finish? No, so I beat, Kieran. I beat right, but... Kieran in league points in goal difference. Yeah, no, no, not goal difference. Overall league points. points. Yeah, it was three behind. Oh, so one, one game. So one, three one points. So, so it did cost yeah. you the title. Yeah, six point game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nominated yourself for worst worst coach of the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's up there. But uh, yeah, I was cause... sort of expecting somebody else to beat Kieran at some point. Like I wasn't expecting him just to win every game. He's had. Did you see there, who was in but... our comp, Christian? Have mm. you seen who's in yeah, our comp? I didn't. I didn't take <laughs> that into account. In fairness, I wasn't. Ben, ben I wasn't Alex thinking. Let's select my. I think Ben and Alex were the yeah, well, so Second I mean, bottom. Alex is a giant killer. Speaking of Alex, he actually put up a pretty decent score of 45. Mm, he did. Yeah. So I'll, I'll run through his team. So Alex, um, yeah, good score, 45 points. Solid back line. Uh, his keeper didn't do anything, but um, he stuck with the Tottenham defenders pretty much all season. Smart move. Dyer and Regulon, six and seven. Um, his midfield just came down to Jorginho, two pens, 15 points. Um, and Antonio back with the bang, five points. Morpay, he scored an absolute cracker for six points, 45 points, which would have beaten most teams. Yeah. yeah. Pretty solid. Good score. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, let's go through my team. You guys are giving me shit, but obviously I dominated this shit, so... Highest um, score in the league. I keep it seven points. Highest score in the league yeah. season two. So go through it. Ever of all time in season mm. two. 
Yeah, um, world champion score. So, so these are the guys as well who have who scored me zero in round one. Tierney, 13 points. So worth the zeros, I think. Absolutely killing it. White scored six. Uh, Cancelo, four. Madison, still loving what he's doing after I brought him in. <laughs> 10 points. De Bruyne, from the start, I don't even think he played until the last four weeks, but he scored seven. I would say next season, someone picked him up early. He's going to be good. Sterling playing now, 14 points. Lukaku, I, I brought Lukaku in this week, I think, 14 uh, for 10 points. How'd you get Lukaku? Was he on the way Yeah, I think, well, so he had COVID. Um, so when I picked him up, he was uh, an orange flag of maybe play. I know, did a bit of research, saw that he'd sent out a tweet saying, I'm feeling good. I thought he might be lying, but I don't have a lot of options here. In fairness, he played no three minutes available. Three minutes in the last three weeks and came off the bench at halftime. So there's a risk that came off very well, you know, did an Emilio. Yeah. Can we it was um, uh it was a risk. Was, I mean every game's been a risk, so it's either all or nothing. Can we talk talk about Werner though? You've held on to him all season. And I just want to run through his scores. Oh, my God, man. Zero. Yeah, do it. Zero. Zero. Two. Zero. Zero. Uh-huh. Two. Zero. 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 <laughs> what? Okay, what? What Sorry. happened what, there? What, what, what was that? What was that last one, Chris? Zero. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> he actually broke it. Oh, there was just was going two, there wasn't zero, anything zero, good. Two, zero, zero, yeah. two. Christian, as your maths guy, <laughs> uh, that was a low percentage play. <laughs> well, he he did come back, so he was injured, right? And I thought mm. I'll hang on to him. I mean, same thing I did with Tierney and De Bruyne, so it's not all bad. And I thought I'll I'll hang on to him. I didn't have any good forwards as well, and there was no one good on the waiver. Um, and then he came back from injury, played about five minutes, and then got COVID. So him and Lukaku got COVID at the same time. So I only I stuck onto him because I thought maybe one of them will come back. So my 10 Lukaku points is the same reason I have zero Werner points. That's all right. Actually, um, I actually think it's the first. I mean, there was a logic to it, and it, and it paid off. This is the first time I think in uh, in the world where someone's had a player that rhymes with Lukaku with you've got Masaku. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid game plan, isn't it? If that is not a piss take. Finnegan. <laughs> okay. All right. You guys are grilling me, but you have absolutely found out how I select my team. <laughs> Can we rhyming players. Can we? Um, uh, his first can we name is Arthur. I, <laughs> I brought him in this week too. I thought he could do good things. I watched him play the other day. He was great. Uh, but he's Masuaku. Point, so. It's Masuaku. My God. Yeah, Masuaku. Can we yeah. talk about um, Christian? Can we talk about Delhi as well? Yeah. That rhymes with Keelan's 77 inch telly. He got. <laughs> yeah. He got one zero one zero zero two zero two. I know your maths guys probably already talked to you about this. But what's the go with the bench? Is there a strategy behind uh, this? Well, De- so Delhi, um, Delhi, I brought in this week. 
I had it, I had him round one, and he well, didn't he had play, solid so form, so I can understand why. You're yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was they had a new manager, <laughs> and I thought maybe they'll give him a go. Um, but he played last week, and he kept teeing up Harry Kane, and Harry Kane kept kicking the fucking ball into his own face because he's a doofus. <laughs> And I thought, mm-hmm. you know, they'll give him another go because Delhi's done well here, and um, they just <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> so zero points for you, Delhi. Um, I mean, I mean, well, while you're there, Chris, why don't you run through Martial? <laughs> oh, it's funny that you asked, Christian. Um, I know your maths guy has already prepped you for all this, so I just want to go through Martial, who rhymes with martial art. <clears throat> don't check that one. Um, <laughs> Zero, zero, one, zero, one, zero, 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 zero. I mean, you must be doing a lot of Twitter game because are they all just saying I feel good this week? Because I'm not sure how they're popping uh, into that team. Yeah, what a, the choice of that is there was literally not one forward left in the league who <laughs> was actually playing. And so... <laughs> I just took a punt and I thought maybe he'll get a game. It was going to go him or Cavani. And in the end, they chucked Cavani on it like halftime and scored a goal. So, yeah, I could have gone full Rain Man on it, but instead I didn't. Um, and I went with Martial for okay. zero at risk, of, um, at risk of this one going for a very, very long time, as Chris Evan analyzes. <laughs> I'll, um, I just want to say this. You've got... Um, Cantelo took the piss this season. Um, we'll get to him later. Uh, I just wanted to bring up Madison as well. 16-10-1-16-10-3, I think, since you brought him in. He carried you, did a great yeah. job. I think, right. Yeah, since you got him, absolutely took the piss. Um, Sterling <laughs> pops up late and just got a whole bunch of selections in Team of the Week as well. So some really big scores. I think it's really important that we finish. Um, Chris, with your segment, it's time to um, have a look at the bullpen. <laughs> And um, just a quick reminder, you can add someone or take someone, but this finalises our bullpen of season two. And at the moment in the bullpen, Alexander Arnold, Bernardo, Mane, Cancelo and Yota. Is there someone you want to add or remove? That's Mane. Okay, so do... So there's five in there currently. So five I'm in adding there. someone and someone goes. And five's max, right? You could demote someone, promote someone. You could do a bit of that. Like, I'm pretty flexible with how it works, but you don't need to remove someone. You could add and we could have six. There's no limit. Yeah, okay. No, I don't don't want to do that. That, Just put everyone in the bullpen then. And the thing has, you know, there's no reason for it. So let's kick someone out because five is the way to go. Let's chuck De Bruyne in there because he's back. He's smashing it. He's okay. absolutely looking like a, a, a bull. And uh, I reckon Yotta, get rid of him. Garbage. Yeah. Ooh, okay. No, he's on the ground <laughs> half the time. He's a do, you want to just, baby. do you want to demote him or just yeah. completely remove him? Like, not in the barbed wire, just get rid of him. Didn't exist. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know the other categories, so let's get rid of. Okay, the so the barbed the wire at the moment in barbed wire is just Vardy and Gallagher. Can we create a new paddock? I think Jota deserves <laughs> to go in there, acting like he's stuck in barbed wire, but he's actually just on plain grass. <laughs> oh, I would like to, I'd like to um, also add Fernandez 
to that same category. <laughs> that is rough. <laughs> the, oh my god! I don't know what pen that is. is. That not just the cow pen? Is that just not a cow paddock sort of setup? Or no, no, cow's just in the mix. This one's just. So they're, they're at a separate farm and they're just pretending pen. they're in the, the drop, We need a drop goat pen. That's all we need, the drop goat pen. Yeah. They're actually pantomimes. <laughs> they're on the way out, mate. They're pantomimes. All right, so the drop goats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fernandez uh, and Yoda. Yeah. They're both. Fernandez and Yoda. They're both they're drop there. goats. All right. They're over there crying to, crying to the ref. Yeah, I've got to say, upset that really, the whole world's against them. He really pissed me off watching Fernandez the other day. He was actually oh so infuriating. Um, all right, so the yeah, barbed wire. He's so good when he plays football. Yeah, the barbed wire. Uh, barbed wire. Marty and Gallagher are there. Yeah, uh, I believe, or someone. Yeah, like that. Kieran Tierney for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Tierney, chuck him in there. I think. Like, I think last time I did this, I didn't put any of my players in, so I'm making up for lost time. Yep. Um, in the cow paddock, we got Rudiger, Mount, Wilson, Antonio, and Saar, your keeper. Ooh. Uh, Rudiger. Sorry, say it again. Rudiger, Mount, Wilson, Antonio, and Saar. How the fuck's Wilson still there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So Wilson, Wilson's got to go. Um, yeah. He's he's definitely getting replaced. Um, I'm gonna put. Uh, have we got it was Gallagher in the barbed wire? Is yeah, he's in the barbed. Barb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, where's Dennis? Where's he hanging out? No, nowhere. Oh, chuck mm-hmm. him in. That's good. He's point. having a cracker. Yeah, he should probably be in the bullpen. In all honesty, but it is what it is. No one. Uh, he I should think- be. We were all waiting for, place for Watford. We were waiting for Ben to win coach of the week and put him in, and it never happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're welcome, Ben. That one's for yeah. you. Um, the dog food, Fabinho, <laughs> <laughs> Coleman, Pogba, Kane, or Bobby Yang, and Lorente. Do you want to RSPCA save anyone or chuck another one in there? I'm, I'm not saving that lot. Um, okay, all right. So, I think Safety. put some of my boys in, into the bullpen. So uh, I think it's only fair that we put someone from my squad into the dog food and um, Verna can give the dog food COVID. Yeah, he's the fucking label of the dog food. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's earned that position over the season. Um, Chris, how many points did he score me over the course of the season? Um, I'm not your maths guy, so you should ask Keelan. <laughs> uh, he scored about 20% more than the third guy that you brought in in week four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, better than Martial, got it. <laughs> Bloody hell. All right, well, there we have it. The bullpen um, officially sorted for season two, and I actually think it's turned out pretty good. When we look at team of the season a little bit later on, you'll see it's, um, yeah, quite a few of those names are in there. So it's um, worked out pretty well, and yeah, I'd be sticking well clear of the dog food. Maybe Kane is the one who who might have turned around enough to get a season three selection, but the rest, I would be very surprised if they're picked up ever again, in all honesty. So I think that one's uh, right and good. Um. Awesome. Well, we got there. Coach of the Week, Christian, dominant display, locked in second. Really good job. Won the cup. So get free entry into season three. 
um, whenever we decide to kick that one off. I'm not sure if we need to give it a couple of weeks while these games and COVID sorts itself out, but um, uh, and it's a busy schedule. But um, season three, looking forward to it, should be good. But let's jump forward and look at the worst coach of the week. What they have to know is that, you know, n- none of them are on their own. Um, we win and lose as a team. And the penalty takers are my call. You know, we, we've worked on them in training. Um, that's my decision. Yes, picking the penalty takers, the worst coach of the week, who I thought, I know it was in the chat, was pretty public straight away, wasn't it? People were throwing barbs straight away of who should be worst coach of the week. Um, Kiz's name straight away popped up, just considering he still had quite a bit to play for. Um, being top of the league, I mean, that was sewn up, but the Matobet Cup, he was still in. And he um, obviously threw a pretty bad score down. 23 points was the second worst. The worst, though, Duncan equaling the lowest score in the league this season with 14. And as we said, a whole bunch didn't play. But consistently, he's done that. So (laughs) I'm not sure if we need to look any further than that. Was there anything else that was really obvious? I mean, me and Ben both won when we needed to win to hopefully have a sniff a second. So didn't do anything wrong there. Our opponents were not... You know, yeah, kids are probably underperformed, but it wasn't too bad. Scotty got the job done. Emilio was close with you, Chris. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is there anything other than those two that we need to talk about? Well, um, I thought I was looking at the dog food list again, but then I realised it was just Duncan's team because Gallagher's there. Um, but apart from that, everyone's done pretty well, I reckon. I think it's a pretty clear winner. Yeah, it's a, like, it's a solid week from most people. Uh, I think I think I mean Kieran really just nominated himself, but in his defence, he would have had to score the highest score of all time in season two to actually win that game. So I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> about it. Um, so I think Duncan with fourteen points is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. You go zero and nine. Uh, you're a buy. Uh, completely garbage all year. <laughs> It's not just worst coach of the week. It's worst coach of all time. That is an absolute disgrace. Uh, can we also, me, can we also touch points. on the fact that at the end of last season, Duncan said he's going to try this season. This will be the season he'll put it together and he's going to put no, some know, effort in. You know, he won't be old Chelsea. Wants to come in the chat and barb me about what you know, describing what shit means. <laughs> Well, I just looked at your team and now I understand what uh, Scotty was on about those weeks ago because that's just absolute fucking shit. I don't care how consistently shit you are. That was just shit ass. Worst coach of the week, worst coach of the season, worst coach of all time. I mean, if that's trying, that's 19, that's 1997 Fremantle trying. He um, equaled their lowest score of 14. Fuck me. Fitzroy were more competitive in their last season. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Okay. I didn't realise we were reviewing the season team straight away, but um, it sounds like you guys have all voted uh, for Duncan's about your friends for the worst coach of the week. 14 points um, equals the lowest score um, of the season. <laughs> and, uh, made a lot of similes in there just to get the point across. So um, well played to all of you. Um, I don't need to vote then, but um, Duncan... Worst coach of the week to finish off with 14 points. So um, a pretty poor effort there. Um, let's move Let's move straight on then and try and sneak in the uh, team of the week. Let's have a quick look at the team of the week, Ben. 
Um, this week brought to you by Cabri Favourites. Um, and we have a good little match up there to start. First up at the Keepers, Sanchez um, getting nine points for Emilio, getting the starting spot, a real handy keeper score there. I think his first representation. And Ramsdale on the bench there, Chris, as you said, using Keelan's strategy. If you want to finish sixth or seventh, bring in Ramsdale. So both of those guys, nine favourites and six favourites, they snuck them at the party, put them in the pocket, just like Grandma does, and, uh, you know, walked away with a few sneaky ones, uh, nine and six. But it's a pretty solid team this week. Um, Christian, do you want to walk us through the back line? So we have uh, Kieran Tierney, absolutely dominant, 13 points, Laporte, um, your man, Brian, with 10 points. Emerson Royale, uh, I don't know where he is at the moment. Is he still with Emilio? No, nah, me 11 well. points and... Oh, you've got him as well? Yeah, they stacked my summer this week. Yep. Uh, and who is on the bench? Uh, how do you say that name? Cucciarella. Cucciarella. Nine points. Gotcha. Yeah. Is he the first... Is he Brighton? Is he the first Brighton defender to ever make it onto Team of the Week? Now, Dunk in Season 1 took the piss and was on a few times, I feel like. Ah, uh, yeah. He, he actually killed it. Yeah. I forgot about him. Did the research straight up there, but uh, I have gone through quite a few analytics <laughs> in fairness. So, uh, <laughs> there, so dominated some favourites there um, in the back line. Solid scores, double-figure scores all around there. What about the midfield? Keelan, you want to take us through the midfield? you got to represent you there. Uh, yes, the Cadbury favourites. Uh, Sterling, wowee. I mean, he's come from nowhere. Every time he plays, he seems to score points. He scored 14 of the crunchy bars. Uh, he took the best ones out. Uh, it was disappointing from him. Ward-Prowse, he had those bloody disgusting... Um, Turkish delights that no one likes. They get eaten last. Um, because I dropped him, he's taken the Turkish delights for me for 13 of them. Giorgino, I can know, he just takes penalties and just scores bulk from it. Um, I don't even know what chocolate he likes, but fuck me, he can take what he wants when he takes penalties. I would have that. thought they're, they're just the dairy milk, aren't they? A penalty. That's, yeah, everything. Yeah, I That's just that. plain yeah. old. There's nothing special about it. Just slam down a dairy milk, 15 of them. I mean, you know, Gareth Southgate would love a Jorginho to bring on uh, in the 97th minute as a penalty taker. <laughs> <laughs> Did he miss in that same penalty shootout? I don't know. Yeah, he he could use it. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I'm pretty yeah. sure he had a save, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, he did, but they, they still won. If Jorginho yeah, had to play for England, England yeah, would have won. They focused only on saving Jorginho's penalty. That was the problem. They didn't think about the other four guys. So, you know, <laughs> probably part of it. Then we have my man for the last two seasons, Saka. Um, I think I picked him up off the scrap heap in about week two of season one, and I've had him ever since. He had 16 Morrow bars, which, you know, sometimes they taste pretty similar to Mars bars. They're pretty nice. He had 16 of them. And then Madison, who uh, that's probably the worst trade of all time. Whoever gave up Madison, that's the worst trade of all time, not Salah. Uh, Madison, 10 points. That was Kieran, actually. Oh, Top of the table. Didn't even, didn't even cost him. That's disappointing. That's a piss take, isn't it? That's yeah. Just, it, co it cost me bloody third place. It's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's go to the uh, forward line. Chris, you can take us through the forward line uh, to finish up here. Uh, this is the guy you pick um, when you don't know what to eat. Um, he's top deck. That's St. Maximum with nine fantails. Then you had the Caramello Lukaku with 10 points. Um, Keelan's man. Um, I thought he's going to scrape into the bullpen. Didn't quite make it. And Off the uh, wire. Wave a wire. Mm. And then you had Lacazette. Lacazette with just, you know, when you need that flake in the cone, Lacazette turns up and just gives you 11. Uh, and then we had Harry Kane. He's the, um, he's the stale chocolate at the bottom of the box. Um, but when you're hungry and a bit peckish, you know it's been there for 12 months, but you're like, fuck it, it's chocolate. May as well play it. And get, got a six dirty points. Your elusive favourite. Oh, my God. Um, you know what's really awkward? I'll get to it shortly, the uh, team of the season. But Harry Kane actually got two representations in team of the season in the end. That's how, like, the forward line has been that bad that that was, that was equal in nearly representing team of the season. But then when I went to a recount of who scored the most points, like, he, it blew him out. So that was all good. I didn't need to include him. But, geez, he was oh, close. He was real, real close to team of the season. Selected. He only played four times, to be fair, because Tottenham barely played this season. Yeah, that is true. Guys like um, Reguilon and Dyer possibly could have made team of the season if they had have played a full season, but um, they missed out as well. But um, we'll get to that shortly. But there we have it, the team of the week. So we went with the, what was it, a 3-4-3. I think that was the most popular one this week. Um, but also it gave us a chance to put that midfield in and there were some big scores in the midfield, leaving out guys like um, Odegaard with nine points. He doesn't even make the team. Mares with 10. He didn't make the team like on a, on the draw there. So there was a few that missed out with big scores this week. Um, so, yeah, really good final week to finish off. Double figures all around basically starting. So really good one to finish as well. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, let's get to the team of the season. I, I said, who's getting a jacket? Who's getting the uh, the all-Australian theoretical team of the season jacket um, for season two? Now, quite a bit of analytics here I've got in front of me. The first one, if we look at the keepers, um, I'll read out the keepers. I have pretty much every week, haven't I? And you can see there, the starting position goes to Saar, your man, Christian. Um, got himself four team of the week nomination so out of the nine game weeks he was in there four times that's pretty comprehensive and in the backup position that's pretty good ramsdale three nominations those were the two clear keepers to get the job done can i also just say there brian i offered sar to duncan midway through the season and he laughed in my face (laughs) was this a (laughs) face-to-face meeting Yeah, yeah. It was over chat. He laughed in my face over chat group. He made it public that I was only offering him trash. And he said, there is no way he'll take Sar. And who did he Team of the season. Uh, Yeah, me. Well, we'll review the team shortly. Maybe we can bring it up there. We're we're looking at team of the season. Let's just talk about who's been good. Sar is. I'm just u- using this time to really just go after every old old grudge throughout the season. Well, Saar got himself some good nominations, probably a couple of cans of Coke in there, probably some uh, Alan's lollies at some point, uh, 10 
Points was, I think, his biggest output. So I've tried to put on there their biggest output of the season as well. He got a 10 at one point. Ramsdale on the bench there with an 11 in one of those team of the week. So good double-digit scores there as well. What about the back line? Um, who do we want to do the Christian? Your back line, I feel like. You can go through that. Yeah, so we have uh, Alexander Arnold, who just dominated all season. Five um, selections, the yeah, captaincy. Captaincy, five yeah. selections. He really crushed it. He was just a lock um, for, I think, Kizza's team. He and made the bullpen. Probably, yeah, he did. probably winning him most weeks. This <laughs> is bullpen segment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus then Kieran Tierney. Uh, making team of the season. I don't, how many games do you play this season? Like, I think he only played maybe four games this season. He must have been team of the week, everyone, because he killed it. And he then three, three my man, pretty damn good. Uh, my man, Cancelo, uh, with his top score of 18, he, he was another lock, to be honest. I think that is why Kieran and I got one and two on the ladder, was Alexander-Arnold and Cancelo. They were just every week dominating. And um, who's on the bench there? Is that Adams? Is that right? Uh, Robertson. Robertson. Oh, spoiler alert. Yep. So, yeah, Robertson. Yeah, Robertson. Yeah. 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 Reads to right, as yeah. it has every week. Um. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. I honestly wasn't even thinking of Robertson as a defender, but how many times was he in there? Because he, he didn't play a lot either. No, he didn't play a lot either. Three selections, him, Cancelo and Tierney, all three selections. So um, getting the job done there, they were the obvious. There was a lot of two-time coach of the uh, player of the week selections. Um, Rudiger, James, Regulon, Emerson Royale, a lot of guys like that got two selections. Tommy Yasu in there, um, but three selections, obviously. That back line, clear and above, no tiebreakers needed, all dominant. Um, when they played. What about the midfield? Um, hmm. Chris, do you want to have a look at the midfield for us? Yeah, sure, Brian. Uh, I'm not sure who the sponsor of the team of the season is, but um, it doesn't matter. We'll just run through it as usual. Uh, Salah, um, he's an obvious one. He guarantees you second spot in the season. Comes with a disclaimer, though. <laughs> Unless you're sponsored by Duncan McGiven, you will not make the second spot. Otherwise, you will definitely make the second spot. Uh, so... Anyone else who would have had Salah would have definitely been guaranteed the top two spot. Uh, Madison took the piss. Another one of Christian's piss takers. 16 was his highest score. Bernardo was Keelan's piss taker for a while. Highest score of 15. Jorginho, who takes the penalties? Jorginho does. His highest score of 15. Joda um, must get bonus points for rolling around, um, pretending to be stuck in barbed wire. And I'm pretty sure he did get points for flopping in the box, but um, he's made our team of the year with wow. a high of 14. And then uh, Sterling, who would have known he was going to play? But um, Cheeky Christian just picked him up for some snares here and there, uh, a high score of 14. Yeah, that um, midfield, Madison having the most representation for Team of the Week's uh, for Madison, Salah, Bernardo, Jorginho, Yotta, and Sterling all had three selections there. So um, I think also, I don't think anyone drew with them. A couple of double selections and all that sort of stuff, but they were the standouts. As you said, Sterling, I think he basically only played the last four games and had three selections. So when he played, he actually dominated, but just didn't play for a huge chunk. 
my back half of the season was killer. If the coaches could maybe play some of these guys the rest of the time, it'd be nice. Oh. <laughs> well, that Man City, you sort of had half of them, didn't you? Like, <laughs> some did, some didn't. Foden didn't get in there in the end, but there's a few like that who are, uh, once they finally play. Level-headed. Is this level-headed or humble Christian? I'm not sure. I'm just trying to... <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is level-headed, except when it comes to pet. Fucking me. Bloody hell. Um, and then we go not to... E- not even a call. Not even a call the next day. Like, uh, I had a nice night, Christian. You know? Just anything from pet would have been good, but he gives me nothing and he fucks me. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow, okay. <laughs> Roy really uh, also, um, but, uh, yeah, also Ben get into the forward line there uh, who haven't I Keels your forward line yeah I think uh, most of us if we selected the three players that made the team of the year here we would all have gotten zero out of three I think we've all laughed at Adams this year uh, he's made the team of the year the forward line the forwards are just honestly trash at the moment uh, throughout the Premier League. But uh, Adams, I think we need to munch some words there because, uh, yeah, I think there's one week we laughed at someone saying they were relying on Adams and um, he's actually made team of the season. So he's done oh, well. Honestly, I don't even think Shay Adams was worth us mentioning. <laughs> I remember someone, like, I don't even someone think was we... upset that, that Betty, oh, Betty had play. him and Dennis every week, remember? He had him yeah. and Dennis every week, <laughs> and we ripped in going a couple. You were disappointed. Adam's game got cancelled, and he was like devastated that. Yeah. You know, well, so we'll do we'll do a reenactment of us like eight weeks ago. Surely Obama, Young, and Kane are going to be in team of the season. Mm. They're the best players ever. Get rid well, of Shay Adams. As I said, to <laughs> in the forward line. I know I'm jumping the gun here, Keel. Sorry, but in the forward line. Um, Two selections got you in, whereas every other line you had to have minimum three selections to get in the team. So the forward line was far better, and I had to sort of go to a bit of a recount of points to see who was more deserving to actually get in the team. And um, Adams was, uh, yeah, probably one who who deserved to be in there. Um, and also, you can see there, he had a high score of nine at one point, which is more yeah. than a lot of those forwards as well. Yeah, so... Uh, he's on the bench, but he's, he's in the team the of the season, but on the bench, but uh, a good selection there. Watkins is on field. Uh, again, he, he had a couple of good weeks there. Obviously, just had two good weeks uh, out of the nine to get in. Uh, but uh, the main man who would have been very close to the captaincy, I would have thought, we, we all laughed when he was traded for Firmino. He's, uh, he's proven us all wrong. Uh, Dennis... Well-deserved cap, and uh, I need to munch some words there. I didn't think Dennis would back it up. So num, 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 num for you there, Benjamin, but you can still eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> munch some words and a quick retraction. Uh, Dennis, 14 with a high school there. And they actually, Watford is played like two or three less games. They missed quite a few games in the back mm. season two here as well. So... He could have easily maybe had that extra selection and he would have been close to captaincy. Four selections for him, the clear pick of the forwards, two for Adams, two for Hawkins. He dominated, hey. Mm. Yeah, he just scored every single game, basically, didn't he? Even, I think, this morning scored, didn't he? And they lost 4-1 or something like that? Or was that the other day? Okay, Jim's recent. What a legend. Uh, I mean, number one pick next season. 
Yeah. Can I just get uh, your three thoughts hypothetically? If there was a trade done, Dennis for Firmino, what would your thoughts be on that? Well, if you got Firmino, yeah. you'd got absolutely reamed, right? Like right now, you would be like <laughs> an absolute joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. It's amazing what 18 weeks can do. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. what half a year can do. Mm. Well, still, it's Dennis. Like, yeah. I know. We just, yeah, I can't <laughs> believe it either, but he's oh. actually taken the piss. So, credit to him. And he's guided Watford to um, 16th position on Winder at the moment or something like that. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Credit to him. Uh, St. Maximum was probably the one who was a little bit unlucky not to scrape into team of the, the season, actually, because he had a couple of big weeks in there, like two nine-point scores or something like that. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a little bit sick. It's a shame you don't take dribbles into consideration when you select the team. Yeah, Traore would have been there, wouldn't he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Traore and St. Maximum. And Just McNeil. Great at dribbling the ball around. McNeil might have made it as well. So. <laughs> oh, he's next season. He's up the list. Oh, he's, Guaranteed. He's my time. I'm, I'm going to say Scotty is going to pick him up, I reckon. <laughs> oh, depend, depends if he cracks the sads getting picked 10 again in auto picks. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, well, speaking of people's teams and, and whether, you know, who they should pick up and what they should do moving forward. Let's finish this pod off um, and this season off with just a really quick review um, of people's teams and what they should maybe do moving forward. So I think we're going to start off with Duncan. We're going to go from the ladder up. So mount your friends, finish bottom, zero and nine record, lost every single game, 246 goal difference. That's nearly... I'm 75 behind the nearest person. So that's a long way off the pace and, and losing every single game, as we said. So it's not been good. But I did um, message Duncan earlier to ask um, whether he wanted to say anything about his team. And he said, look, I'm actually sick of the bullying. And I sat there and I'm like, oh, I'm a teacher and I'm well aware of bullying. Um, <laughs> what Has it been long term? Well, yes, it's been 18 weeks of abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, and I'm trying to oh, think, of, wow. like, has it been bullying? Like, are we targeting one person or do we rip everyone? Like, what do we like? And the more I thought about it, like, I thought, well, look, I'll try and make this constructive and I'll put it into a bit of feedback. And the way I learned how oh. to do feedback is through PIP. And that's you be positive, you list an improvement and you finish with something positive. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, is, does that go like your team shit, make it a bit better? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be specific. So my first positive is that he did all his trades. So he didn't have to pay any fines. He completed all of the trades that he needed to do. So that's a good start for him. Just a really quick reminder of those trades. He did the Gallagher for Mane trade. That really didn't cost him so much. Gallagher had one big week. Mane had one big week. And they did nothing else for the rest of the season, which was a bit disappointing. Um, Who else did he get a trade done with? He... Got one, Rice for Ben Rama. That was a straight-up trade. Lanzini for Suchek, a straight-up trade. Um, and he also got done Lanzini for Mora. So he did nothing trades, but he got them done. So fair enough there. That's your positive. You didn't have to pay any fines. Um, the improvement. Sorry, Brian. That was the positive. <laughs> that You thought about this beforehand, and that's what you came up with. The positive is that he completed all his trades. The improvement... I mean, that's like <laughs> saying the positive is his internet connection worked to log in. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. You could have made if a you donation. You with Boris. That is a genuine positive, isn't it? So you're the best. No, I'm, I'm backing Duncan to have a good next season. Uh, um, I reckon he'll be sick of it. He his improvement is yeah. I I actually think looking at those trades, he he actually could have done a lot more to try and do something with his team. Like he didn't make a lot of changes. Most weeks he had zeros on the field. There was a lot of times yeah where he just didn't pay actual attention to the team and there's a lot of improvement there for season three if you want to have a dip um and i say if you want to have a dip i'm not sure if he'll come back or not he's been real silent in the chat for a long period of time so i'm actually i have no idea um if he'll come back he he came back to barb me and then just left again so (laughs) i I guarantee that the the moment he gets number one pick and starts winning he'll be uh very peppy in the chat well look, it won't won't sound like it's like anyone that starts losing they disappear well, my last positive... Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I scored the highest score ever and all we did was review how bad my bench was. So I That's think true. it goes around. Yeah, I mean, the way I, the way I see it is if, <laughs> if I was 0-10 or 0-9, how much crap I'd cop, and I think he's got off lightly. Uh, I'll yeah, I would the definitely see the chat. I, I throw more barbs than my team's going worse. He's <laughs> got nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> My last positive of his team, just really quick, we don't want to go too long with each team, but my last positive is obviously that he can't go any worse and that he's got himself in the records book for season two. Um, at least he'll permanently be in the Southgate record books as the lowest ever points return in a season because you can't get lower than zero. So that's the uh, the last positive for him, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, not great. Let's have a look at... Um, the next team, ninth place, the wrong Traore, Alex's team. I will also review Alex's team. Um, in all fairness, I actually thought he was really unlucky at the start of the season. He really faded again, but the Tottenham players, um, all their games getting cancelled really hurt him. He actually had Regulon and Dyer carry his team most weeks, and when they stopped playing, that actually really hurt him. He didn't get those... Um, clean sheet points, which they've actually strung quite a few clean sheets together this second half since they got the new manager. So credit to him with a couple of those selections. um, But obviously the improvement for him is that he, like he faded out and stopped looking at his team. There was a lot of weeks he didn't make any changes at all and had a lot of zeros and stuff like that. So there was improvement to do there. If I was going to rate his season, um, well, obviously it's pretty low. An E there. 10 points, three, one, and five record. He did get a draw against Ben. That was humorous and probably cost him a chance at second spot. So we'll uh, take the positives there. Um, and he knocked off Kizza. So when his team was actually up and about, he was flying. But um, we'll give him an yeah, I'd, I'd rate. I'd rate Alex's season a bit higher than that. I think he's actually been pretty solid. He's dropped down, but he's, um, I think his squad's looked pretty good. His early, yeah, got- his early season form was quite good, but I'm just saying the drop-off at halfway... Um, was pretty substantial. So in terms of, uh, he probably isn't listening anyway, so I'm rating him an E and we'll move on, I feel like. (laughs) He did, oh, there's one more thing I need to mention. He only got one trade done out of the four. He had $40 a fine. So that is also where I'd like to give him an E, so. (laughs) $40. So if he'd finished second, he wouldn't have gotten his money back. Yeah, like, well, yeah. (laughs) Domino's pizza was um oh. yeah, he'll be having a bit of a hiatus, I think, for a bit. Anyway, oh, he'll, be out, he'll be breaking out the coupons, Brian. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly right. Um oh, he's, he's like 
He's got to win his money back next season, <laughs> to be honest. Like, he's he's going to be jonesing hard. Double down. In eighth place, yeah. we had Low Wolfsburg. Um, that went, you know, kills four. Zero and five records, so the four wins, five losses, 375 goal difference in eighth position. Your goal difference is better than a lot of teams, in fairness, but um, eighth position, you want to quickly review yours? Where would you go wrong? Any improvements? Well, where did I go wrong? The fixture. Um, fourth highest goal difference. Clearly, my defensive structures just fell apart because people obviously scored a lot more, even though I was scoring high. Um Eighth place is a garbage effort. Uh, it's rated F. I've rated my season an F. A uh, lot of improvement because if you're not first or second, you're last. And uh, anyone that's finished third to uh, the third to tenth is happy with their season. Um, they need a hard look at themselves. And uh, but for me, it's a it's an F. It's a fail. It's uh, it's a disgrace to finish eighth, and uh, I need to improve my whole team next season. <laughs> no, nah, fair enough. I think that's uh, valid. As you said, eighth position is garbage, and um, you finished one under Emilio European Royalty two point Also, the same record. They beat you by one goal difference. Three hundred seventy six goal difference. There. Do you want to um, give us a quick rundown of Emilio and how and how you rate his team? Well, Amelia also uh, got robbed by the fixture by the looks of it, finishing seventh and eighth, the third and fourth highest goal difference. Uh, I mean, he's a pommy rat. The palms are down 3 0. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, no, look, uh, considering he's a chump chump from last season, to finish seventh, to back it up, uh, just proves that season one was a fluke. Um, he couldn't back it up. Uh, I think he missed one week completely. Uh, that probably cost him a, uh, a finish of sixth, but um, he's finished seventh. He won't be happy with his season, but he'll probably be happy that he finished above me. So I'd give his season an F. He'll probably give it a B. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair. I think um, he did. He tried to pull some millos. That one game did really hurt him. And uh, But as you said, even if he wins that, yeah, I think he has a fifth or something like that. Still not where he would have wanted to be. Um, yeah, I don't know what he was. Semi-final of the cup or something like that. Didn't get the job done. Unlucky for him. What about next? Chris, the Buzz Aldronauts. He finished in sixth with a 4-1-4 and record. Straight down the middle, 50%. Um, 326 goal difference. Yeah, I like symmetry with the 4-1-4. Um, but yeah, my team was dog shit. Um, I, pff, my first two trades were a bomb and Kane. I had this whole plan that strikers are hard to come by, so you need to get two good strikers in. I didn't get any good strikers in, and um, that pretty much sums up my season because the rest of the team actually did pretty well throughout the season. But my strikers were always scoring minus one and zero or maybe a two here and there. But that's pretty much the – that sums up my season, I think. Just garbage. But yeah, I, fought back, you know, I did get up to six somehow. I don't know what that says about a lot of the other managers because my team was real dog shit. <laughs> I think the draw got you up two places. Your goal difference is like the third worst. So you, you were seventh on goal difference or something like that. Um, but nonetheless, what would you rate it? A to UG or whatever you want to put it, A to F? Uh, I'm going to give it a C. Oh, C minus. <laughs> 
uh, gay kills is filthy with <laughs> uh, Let's go to the next one. I mean, in, in Keelan's rating system, though, everybody gets an F except for top two. Yeah, that's true, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a great, like, rating system. Well, I mean, I get as much out of the season in eighth as Ben did in third. I don't know how you support Everton with this rating system. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's no Champions League in this. Oh, there is. The top four is still Champions League. It's just... We just haven't told you about it. Yeah. It's a different league. Yeah, probably don't let me rate too many more teams then. Oh, and I never got worst coach of the week. I never got worst coach of the week. So that's how I arrived at C. All right. Well, let's get through. We got in fifth place. Scotty's, Scotty's team just winged a full five and four record, just sneaking in the top half, 15 points, 351 goal difference. Not too bad there. Keels, what do you think? Look, uh, Scotty he did crack the sad to draft. Now I was a little bit concerned that uh, he'd just completely fall off the cliff and go bloody one and eight again, whatever he did in the first season. But he's improved. He's been in the chat. He's been up and about. He's been on the pod a few times. He's been a co-host of the of the pod. It's a big improvement. It uh, just went just wonderful. Um, yes, according to my grading system, it should be an F. But uh, I think he'd be pretty happy with his season. He had five wins. He was much more competitive. I'm happy with his output. Uh, I give his season a B. He was very, very hopeful that Ben would lose the last game because if he, if he finished above Ben, and I think he was down in like seventh, so if he jumped all the way up above Ben, he mm. would have given him so much shit in the chat. But um, it didn't quite come to fruition. Uh, finishing fifth, solid, much better than season one, as he said. If we look at mine, Martin squad, fourth position, five, one, and three. So same as Benny there, five, one, and three, except I was three goal difference worse than him. Um, Champions League position, we're happy with that. I think that's where I finished last time fourth or something like that so um solid terrible goal difference i was a crap team so i don't know how i finished as high as i am um trades didn't go my way emilio pulling emilio's didn't go my way most of the time but then mares at the end dragged me into three extra wins or something like that and it made it respectable because it was seriously garbage um highlights i did beat christian unexpectedly and probably cost him the championship so that's probably a highlight Uh that was a very good win too. That was Mares stepping up. Uh, yeah, great win. Yeah, so look, looking at my team, I think it's a garbage team. And to finish fourth, I'm going to rate it a B because there's no way a team should finish that high looking that shit. So we'll give it a B. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> yeah, I think Laporte, Laporte's a good pickup though. Yeah, Gabrielle yeah, he's I been through well. the other way. And I think Gabrielle got more Team of the Week selections than Laporte. So I don't know. It could have been another bad trade. Anyway, we're, we're running out of time. So Club Goes the Weasel in third there. Um, five, one, and three record, 16 points. Chris, what's your thoughts on Benny's team in the end? Uh, my thoughts are he's jumped straight out of the hot tub and asked his dad for the Rolls Royce. And then, as I said, he's reversed it down the street and hit every side mirror down the street. Um, look, you get Salah, you get Van Dyke. Um, and then you just went ahead and picked a whole bunch of garbage apart from Dennis, who turned out to be good. <laughs> but at the time, he was pure garbage. Mm. And uh, you finished third. It's such a waste of an opportunity. Um, like, what can you say? That's a wasted yeah. season because um, if you don't finish top two, you get nothing. And if you have the first pick, you've got to finish. You've got to finish in the top two, especially if you have Salah. So... I'm going to grade his season yes. a D. 
Jeez, that's rough. Because he was oh, that, that is rough. The third place. Like season one, he was I mean, lucky not to finish. Do you remember after round one of this yeah. season? Oh my god, was he chirpy as hell? And then he lost round one with Sal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think downgrading I mean, with D that was pretty possible C or B was due to his salt levels in the chat. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, of salt. I mean he, he did pick two of the top three strikers in the league this season. Hmm. That's pretty... No, no one was picking Dennis and Chuck Adams. And he pretty had Firmino, pick. who's dog food. He had Townsend, who should have been in the dog food. Um, you know, Jansen. <laughs> How did he end up picking Jansen? And then, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's got Creswell. well. Uh, I'm looking at his round one team and I'm like, how is this a round one team when you have first pick? I, <laughs> I mean, I also... I rate him higher. Yeah, he also went with the theory of picking no Man City players, which they dominate. So, um, yeah, that didn't look, work out um, in the end, especially yeah. the last few weeks. Yeah, that, that's too many nice comments for Ben. So, fuck you, Ben. Chris, what would you rate it? Uh, I, rating? We said D, Brian. I've arrived at a D. Okay. All right. <laughs> sure we said it on the actual. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, He's not going to be happy with that. Such, that's such a rough rating for third. Ben likes the D though, so let's go to second. We have the reverse Emilio's Christian, your team, as we said, in second, six and three in the end, 400 goal difference, the highest in the league. Um, second position, give us a review of your team. Uh, yeah, they're pretty solid, to be honest. Um, like I said earlier, they're kind of set up to hopefully do well in the back half of the season and back half of the season. They were an absolute juggernaut. Um, so pretty good. Probably lost a few games that maybe they should have won, but I think that's what you get when you pick players that can go big or get nothing. Um, I will rate my season a B plus, I reckon, uh, and they should improve next season. Yeah, I think as we said, huge turning point. Um, that trade of Madison that was a big boost for you—an extra, you know, ten points every week, nearly. Um, changes you from a, from a D to a B plus pretty quick, doesn't it? Like even if you're a great team, when you get 10 extra points each week, it makes a big difference. Um, Gadzilla, yeah, well, yeah. you have plenty, think, plenty of... I um, think Deep De Bruyne coming back in and Sterling coming back in as well. Yeah, as I said, team of the season was um, half your team in the end, wasn't it? It was pretty dominant. So huge amount of selections there. You did actually win... Oh, I shouldn't say win. You had the most team of the week selections, 21, by the way, team of the week selections over the course of this season. Um, That's pretty good. I think yeah. I had the most last season as well. Why do I keep losing? You know, it's funny though. Kiza only had 12, which was like the third worst and he finished top. So he yeah. had really consistently well, scoring players, not necessarily the highest scoring players. So I think was- that brings us to, Kieran's team because he was very consistent. Like if there was a coach who, uh, if Emilio and Kieran got screwed out of the fixture, Kieran managed it perfectly. He like always put players on the pitch. He made trades. He got the job done every single week, and at one in the season, he's done very well. And a couple of coach of the weeks as well. Yeah, dominant. Uh, a couple in a row, and I think one earlier. I think he had three coach of the weeks or something this season. Absolutely dominant. As we yeah, said there, yeah, 30%. Yeah, 392 yeah. goal difference. Just missed out on getting that. If he won the last week, an 8-1 and one record would have been a new league record, but not quite. 
Um, and he lost the Mato Bet Cup. So he's not a champ champ like Emilio was um, or a chump chump, I think, as Keelan said earlier, but he did have a very, very successful season. How do you rate it all up? Yeah. I think uh, he wrapped it up with a week to spare as well. He could kick back, have a, I'm assuming, a daiquiri on a lounge chair in his backyard. You know, just really, it's probably what happened in the cup. He partied too hard after the league win the week before. Um, I would rate his uh, season an A, to be honest. It's, yeah, pretty unbeatable. Pretty unbeatable, pretty solid. I think fair, if top of the league doesn't get an A when they won with a week to go, um, who does? So dominant. Um, there, Kizza, I know he would have liked to be on, but he's too busy drinking daiquiris um, today to get get the uh, get on the pod and review his team. But we got a good, on that. We had a good review two weeks ago. That, that bus, that bus with no roof, <laughs> traveling around the city, just with Scotty holding the cup underneath the seat. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon he'd get cold champagne. You reckon? Pretty fancy. Yeah, yeah oh, it would have been an upscale event. He drinks from a shoe, though. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, but like a brogue shoe. Not like any old shoe, like brogues. <laughs> yeah, it's a drinking shoe, obviously. Aaron's <laughs> drinking brogues. Just really quick, I will... Um, now that I reviewed everyone's team, I a good look. I will really quickly go through a couple of the league records this season. I talked about before the Team of the Week selection, so... Um, Scotty had 13, Keelan, you had 14, um, Duncan had seven. That was the lowest, as we said. Emilio, surprisingly, had 16. Um, I had 15. We said Christian, you had 21. The clear winner, a good five ahead of Emilio, who was second. Uh, Benny had 13. Chris, you had 13. Kieran had 12. And Alex had 11. So, yeah, you look at Alex second bottom with 11 selections, Kieran on top with 12. Like, that's... Yeah, the difference between a consistently scoring but not quite getting enough to be team of the week versus someone who just had low scores. Yeah, well, Kizzy um, didn't have zeros on his field every week. All those no, other coaches. Exactly. <laughs> he, he at least made sure he had yeah. every week to get the job done, as he said, um, throughout the last couple of weeks. The league Thanks, records, Brad. sorry, for season two. Let me quickly have a look. We had um Season two. So the highest team score was 67. And that was obviously in the last round, the reverse Emilio's. In comparison to season one, 81 was the highest score. So a little bit lower, but um, with all the COVID games and stuff, that's sort of bound to happen as well. A few less games to to pump those scores up a little bit more as well. Um, the lowest team score, 14, as we said, wrong Traore. Klopp goes the weasel and mount your friends. So Duncan, Ben and Alex all equal. <laughs> that is a new record. Last season, the lowest was 19, which was Alex and Ben. So they've doubled up both of those guys um, with the lowest score of a season, um, two seasons oh. in a row. Uh, Keelan, what do you rate those scores? You had to give him uh, a rating. What, from A to F? <laughs> A to F, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd rate it a B. Okay. So better, better than Ben's season. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I tuned out, to be honest. I, I've not been listening. I've been reviewing other things here. <laughs> He's given up worst score of the season a B. Two, two seasons in a row. Oh, man. Well, consistent. So that's where going to be. Right. <laughs> Question my D giving before. <laughs> it's just even the worst story of the season. Right. Chris, I don't think 
anyone should question your D giving. I hear you're very good at it. Oh, I give the D better than anyone else gives the D. That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here we go. Let's move on. Uh, the- I, th- I think Duncan's just tuned back into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remind you of the um, highest player score. Last season, Mount and Sulla both got 24 points. This season, Cancelo with 18 was the highest player score in one round. The lowest player score goes to Maguire this season with a negative three. Last season. (laughs) (laughs) And you kept him, Keelan. You kept him. Last season. The whole season. Gonza had negative four. So um, there was someone worse. (laughs) Not the worst score we've ever seen. Um, Is this this Maguire bashing again? I mean, he's proved it right. No, he hasn't. Like Brian's highlighting that he had the lowest score of the season. I mean, I would have had two wins instead of four if it wasn't for him. <laughs> I think that's more of an indictment on you. <laughs> well, I feel like it was a successful uh, acquisition from the scrap heap. Is this Hog and Godzilla just roundhousing each other? Can I move on? Like, I don't (laughs) Yeah, go on, go on. Move on, move on. (laughs) All right. The highest league points we said this time was Kizar 7 and 2, 21. That is the same as European Royalty 7 and 2, 21 in season one. And uh, the highest goal difference, the reverse Emilio is 400 this season, but suck on this couldn't got 431 last season. So again, 30 behind. But with the COVID. Interruption. I think there was quite a few weeks where you were lucky to get a big score, full stop. So um, I think that's not uh, unusual looking at those points. The lowest league points, well, yeah, we said before, mount your friends, zero points with a 0-9 record and a 246 goal difference. In comparison to season one, two girls, one clock, 317 was the worst. So it's a good 70 points behind last season. Um bottom place and that does not correlate to the difference between top place which was 30 so that's a good 40 less even taking into account the deviation there so that's not good um just i'm not the math guy though keelan will be able to tell you the difference there just, just send me an email rates it a b oh man um anyway they are the season records for season number two and i think that basically sums it up look we'll try um season three i think we just give it a week or two to calm down with the COVID stuff and also the scheduling i like how i think scotty said today that the the, he sort of flagged the 15th of jan is when it comes down but i've got a feeling that's when the fa cup kicks in and and that that's why there's a week off there or something or it's a midweek off um, it just is a hectic schedule and I'm sure the African nations in there, it's going to be crazy, but we'll have a chat in the, um, yeah, we'll get in the group chat and we'll see what people are keen for. If we slid something in straight away, we'd be able to sneak in a season four potentially, but um, I'm interested in your thoughts guys. And uh, we'll see how we go. It's always been fun, hasn't it? But um, any, any last words to finish off um, this season though? No, I got nothing, Chris. Yeah, no, I don't have anything either. But Keel's been paying a lot of attention as high analysis, so I'll let Keelan go. Well, I've actually been doing some some reading, so I'll leave you with this. Uh, how the, the term Chinaman got its uh, origin, 
The Caribbean, Caribbean spinner Alisa Chong, after bowling English batsman Walter Robbins, stumped. The batsman left the crease cursing. Fancy being done by a bloody Chinaman, to which the West Indies replied, you mean the bowler or the ball? Thus coining the term. <laughs> oh well, wow. okay. So that's where we're leaving season two. <laughs> oh well, yeah. That's how anyone that wants a picture of uh, Alison Chong, I, I can send it by email and CC Brian in. <laughs> Just a reminder: the save team is three 0 down to the Ashes. That's it. So. Uh, up you all enjoy it uh well done Gizzo. well done you christian and uh i'll uh, i'll send the money through shortly maybe christian i'll i'll wait for as many weeks as it took you to pay your entry fee so <laughs> I, can that uh, I can cover my fines for next season <laughs> oh my god um anyway enjoy have fun Southgate Fantasy League Podcast.